Hey, this is Xander Smiley, and you're listening to my favorite podcast. Do I have to read it just like you wrote it? Yeah, just like that. You're listening to my favorite podcast, even though I don't listen to podcasts. Hook, line, and Smiley. It's been a little long day. Everybody say, Whoa! Welcome to Hook, Line, and Smiley. We've got a weird one for you. What makes it weird? Well, it's just like we recorded with two of your best friends in the middle of the night. We were all slap happy. We were all, you know, just hanging out. And it's it's good. It's actually, I think, one of our best podcasts. It was weird because they were in another part of the house, social distancing. Yeah, I mean, we had to shout at each other, but yeah, that was a little. It was kind of like you know, every night at dinner for yeah. us. But yeah, we we had a little break from our kids, and so we went down to visit uh, some friends of ours. I can say ours now because I've known them for about a year, but uh, just solid people. So mm-hmm. we wanted to intro that, but we pretty much get right into it. We did just kind of start talking, so we forgot our whole format, so we don't cover woo and poo moments until toward the end of this episode, but yeah. we, we will get to those because we are, you know, it's not like we're non-professional. We're very professional, and so, I'm sorry, what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> I think it's important to note that it, uh, it was recorded uh, at the end of March in the middle of this pandemic we're in. So um, just like everything in the world right now is a little topsy-turvy. If you have your kids at home and you're working from home, our podcast is a little topsy-turvy this week. But we're still podcasting. That's we're right. Not, we we're are never going to stop podcasting for you guys. So that's the good news. Yeah, we are trying to get this out. But if you guys do want to help support us, man, that would be awesome. Because there are some costs involved in hosting it and the equipment and all that. And I don't and know if you've been to bobsmiley.com lately, but the calendar is clear. <laughs> it is. I thought about just putting a picture of, or a photo of a ghost town. <laughs> like just an and empty... I just realized that if you don't leave the house, mm-hmm. we don't make any money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And guys, he's home 24-7. He is yeah. home. I have, I have so... one show in late April that will probably cancel, but just hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. But everything else so far. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys do want, if you're enjoying this podcast, and we're not asking for a ton of money, but, like, if you guys want to PayPal or Venmo me, I mean, if everybody that listens to this podcast just sends us $5, I mean, that's $25. And that would cover that would cover one month. That would cover one month of expense of uh, storage. This, yeah, because we do we do we use Buzzsprout, not a sponsor, but I wish they were, so we they yeah, didn't charge us monthly. Uh, but yeah, we use uh, we do have to pay service and then uploading, and then eventually Zach, uh, our producer, you know, it, he'll he'll probably want to get paid. He'll he'll want to get some, you know. Little little kazash thrown <laughs> his way. And also, um, if you are interested in sponsoring us, if you have a company or a product, right? And it absolutely is something we, um, you know, it has to be something we like or we you use. give us money because we <laughs> we are very no, strict. We take a sponsorship of something we wouldn't don't like personally use or believe in, right? That's I, I totally agree with that. But I do want to thank our new sponsor, Coconut. <laughs> And <laughs> you hate coconut. And uh-uh. Sarah would like to thank her new sponsor, Onions on a Burger. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the things bananas, you don't like. I hate bananas. bananas. You hate bananas. Mm. Yeah. I. <laughs> so if you hear us being sponsored by bananas or coconut, we've been kidnapped. It's yes. not us. <laughs> yeah. If there's a banana, coconut, toenail, jello sponsor, you know something has gone something really wrong. is fishy. Or we have definitely hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. But no, if you guys do want to sponsor us, uh, my PayPal is bob at bobsmiley.com. That's just my email. And you guys can, uh, you know, if you guys do want to, just if you enjoy this or if you are hearing this right now. But it doesn't have to be or $5. If, it could be a dollar. It could be a dollar. It could be anything. Like, hey. Anything helps. We had... <laughs> I was joking about it last night because I was talking to Rebecca and Sonny, who you guys are about to meet, and I was like, you know, God's in control. He will provide. Um, we were really having a serious, like, it was very serious about yeah. finances because it is going to get serious here pretty quick. It is, but God continues to I, – I didn't tell you this, but my Breaking Bob, you know, I re-released it on 800-pound Gorilla. Mm-hmm. 
And then they took it and they got it on XM, but then they, I just I had, hadn't heard from them in a long time. Two days ago, I got an email from them and uh, they said, oh, hey, you've recouped everything and we're sending you a royalty check. And it's not oh, a lot. Wow. It's not a lot, yeah. but it, it'll cover groceries for a week. That's and awesome. I was like... Because we're buying a lot more groceries. We're buying a lot more groceries because the kids are eating at home, home every single but day. But we're not eating out. That's true. So, so except pizza, we did get pizza one night. Yeah, but, but I feel like that's a cheap meal. Yeah, eighty bucks. Yeah, it's totally eighty cheap. bucks. <laughs> no, we did have to get like six pizzas though, because no. we have we well, because Coulter was home. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I mean, God will provide. But if you guys are just doing okay and you really like this uh, podcast, or you know, it's like it, a high five. In the form of a dollar. Yeah, or a high 10. <laughs> it could be a high 10 or a high, high 20. 20, whatever. <laughs> hey, if somebody sends us 20 bucks, we're going to have to send them a yeah. eraser or something. <laughs> I'll send them uh, a button. Yeah, or some coconut. Once we get to be a more fancy podcast, I think the terminology well, is fancier podcast. Yeah. Maybe we'll have like donation levels. Well, I was working on that. Yeah. And... I I looked up. I already had a sticker ready mm-hmm. to do. We were going to do a hook, line, and smiley sticker. I was looking at T-shirts and all that. But I was like, wow, stickers are actually kind of expensive. <laughs> they really were. Like to, well, when you buy a thousand, yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. And um, that's when, like, I was getting the, the format, uh, you know, put in and the template and stuff. And that's when all of a sudden shows just started canceling. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Oh, maybe. maybe let's hold let's hold back on the freebie stuff. Yeah, I I feel awkward doing this, but I don't want to put any pressure on you guys. If you know, do, let's just say this: What can we you, do? We could give them a shout if out. If you want to we go to heaven, <laughs> just send us a couple of bucks, okay? And then we'll know who you are. We'll give you a shout um, out on the next episode. Yeah, How actually, about that? that's what we'll do. We'll give you a shout out. You can you can dedicate it to someone. We'll get like a birthday or a. Anniversary. Yeah, if you donate, then we will give a shout out to either you or you can designate yeah. who you want it to. Let's do that. To be. And, That's fun. And then if and I I'll ever sing, well, they're winning our sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have a beautiful voice. If someone, you really I do, do not. Have a beautiful voice. I have you a do. theatrical, ridiculous voice. One day, this will probably this will be a huge road bump in our marriage. But one day, I'm just going to put the song that you sang no, to not. me on our. I'll be dead. Uh, when I die, you can do that. <laughs> then I can release. Mm-hmm. She sang. We we were at this talent show at this uh, all-inclusive resort on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And we just made friends with the staff. And the staff was like, oh, you, should, you guys should do a talent. And I was like, I've always wanted to try stand-up. And they were like, oh, you should do it. You should do it. And so I signed up to do stand-up. As and, a teacher. Yeah, I, t- I told them I was a teacher. Because I do. I teach when I get on stage. Mm-hmm. And you sang a Bob Dylan song to me. I did. And it was the most romantic thing. It was it was definitely a, so, an act of love. Yeah, it was so great. She had a band backing her. I don't do her. stage time like you do. I thought it was rude. I still had to stand in line afterwards at your merch <laughs> table to finally hug you. And But but you got to take me home. <laughs> I did get to take you home eventually. Back to my room. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was ours, but turns out it wasn't. There was time limit where you asked me to leave. Uh, but no, it was... Uh, that was so great. That, that couch on the porch was comfortable. Yeah, but you it slept. rains in Jamaica so much. You slept cozy. And you said you gave me a blanket. That was a towel. It was our honeymoon. I wasn't ready to share a bed. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> It was a washcloth now that I think about it. I had to keep moving it around to heat up other parts of my body and stuff. But no, no, we had a we had a great time in Jamaica, and you sang to me. So you do have a, a beautiful. And he got it on video, and I will not allow oh, him to it's post. So it. great! I got emotional. You did. You started breaking not. down mm-hmm. when you it got to this really emotional line that that Bob Dylan wrote for you to sing to me <laughs> in my mind. So, so if someone did have a happy birthday, dedication, oh yeah, yeah, I was like, how did we get on that? Not so, for a dollar, but. Gosh, what would it take to get me to sing? It usually takes like half a glass of Riesling and, <laughs> um, and some salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. So, uh, no, if if they let's say if they get ten dollars, no, that's too cheap. Too cheap for you to sing? Yes, babe. I'm, no, because you just have to sing on here. But still. yeah, there's some song you sing all the time. I'm, okay. Not on purpose though. Well, what, how do you want to sell it? 
We'll give you a shout out. We'll give you or anybody uh, that you want to get a shout out. Uh, We'll do that for you. Want to just say any amount? Yeah, any amount. But like, let's say the first ten. The first ten people that donate. The first ten donors get get a shout out. Shout out, or you can email me. So PayPal is Bob at BobSmiley.com. Uh, I also have Venmo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I started to say is like we were talking to Rebecca and Sonny, who you will eventually get to meet. I said, you know, God will provide. Well, then I went into the kitchen to get uh, some more uh, fajitas and, and uh, jalapeno poppers. And mm-hmm. my phone went off and <laughs> Rebecca had Venmoed me a dollar fifty. <laughs> A dollar fifty. She was gonna send you fifteen dollars, and I yes, and I was sitting next to you. These are people that have just fed us. Yeah, <laughs> and she, I was sitting next to her, and I was like, "Don't you dare!" And Sonny's like, "Yeah, move that decimal point over." So she did. I it's got excited $1.50. because I, I saw one five zero. Yeah, and I thought, well, she's a good Christian, but it turns yeah. out she wasn't. Yeah. Um. So my Venmo is Bob, and then hyphen, then Smiley, then another hyphen or dash. Mm-hmm. Three, and it's it's a photo of Sarah and I on there. So if you go to that and you look me up on Venmo, why don't we put it in the uh, notes for the podcast? Okay, so my Venmo is Bob uh, hyphen Smiley. The B and the S, the S and Smiley are capitalized. I don't know if that matters. I don't think it does. Um, and then dash three, and then my PayPal is just Bob at BobSmiley dot com. Uh, but seriously, if you do enjoy this. You know, you could help us out in this kind of keep it going time and need. But uh, how do you want to introduce Rebecca and Sonny? We kind of jump right into it. Yeah, and I do talk about my relationship with them. So before I met Bob, um, I lived in another part of Houston, and um, before I'm moving to Galveston, let me say that. Mm-hmm. And um, they were my neighbors there, and so they were really one of the first people that uh, knew about my situation, about my my marriage ending, and um, and they were able to just befriend me and come in and love on the boys and I in just a really practical way. So we talk about that a lot. And um, they love you because you love me so well. So we've yeah. we've forged kind of a, a fab foursome. And they're also uh, cough and fever free. So we got to hang out yeah, with so them. so we got to go over there. <laughs> Although I started coughing because I think it's because we walked outside. Well... We need to for like let, an hour. yeah. We need to let the listeners know that in Houston right now, the pollen levels are insane. Yeah. Like you wash your car, you go out the next morning, and it's covered in yellow pollen. So, so allergies are hitting us hard because I mean, you guys kind of get emotional. Not to to give too much of the pocket, but mm-hmm. you you get emotional because you're talking about like mm-hmm. all the stuff that they did for you guys, and mm-hmm. um, and then I start to talk, and it sounds like I'm breaking up, like it's about to cry. But we both know you don't have emotion. But I yeah, and I, but it's because I'm about to cough or I'm suppressing a cough, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I actually blended in well with you guys last night. But anyway, we did this podcast. Um, and we, it's kind of fun to have uh, non-famous guests. We've had some yeah. famous and comedian friend guests, but it was fun to have kind of our real-life friends. And I have so many people be like, oh, I bet you're so much. And people say this to Hawkins. They say it to comedians a lot. But like, oh, I bet you're so much fun at a party. Or I'd love to just go hang out with you. Well, here's your chance to hang out with me and Sarah and uh, Rebecca and Sonny just yeah. in their home. And, and I was just really impressed with. Both Sunny is a very quiet person. Yeah. Um. So Rebecca de- definitely did more talking, but um, she was great. And and Sunny, they both had just beautiful insights on mm-hmm. life, and they've been through some tough times too. And they talk about that. So um, they're a very real couple. They're very authentic, and um, that's the kind of people that um, Bob and I strive to have really close relationships with. Mm-hmm. We don't have time for facade and playing games and stuff. Yeah. So they're. They're they're what I call two AM friends, which yeah. coincidentally is probably when we ended this <laughs> podcast. Is, we, and I do want to say this up front because I remember I started out by making fun of Rebecca's legs mm-hmm. because all night we were playing Uno, and all night she was talking about how white her legs were. Well, because she normally spray tans. Yeah, and, and she now can't she can't do her hair. She can't spray tan. She can't do her nails. And so yeah. So I just went with it as a joke, but then as I was listening to the what we recorded last night, I was like, man, this sounds mean if you don't know that Rebecca and I were like really close, mm-hmm. and she was making fun of her legs before that. Yeah. So I'm not super insensitive, but... She has a great sense of humor. If I see a joke, I go for it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you guys enjoy this episode. What episode are we on? Is this 15? 15? I think it's 15. 15. 15. You guys enjoy Hook, Line, and Smiley, episode 15.
so the cop came over and was like, you've got to turn off those spotlights. And I was like, oh, that's Rebecca's legs. So, hey, welcome to Hookalon and Smiley. Um, we have a special edition in store for you guys. Uh, we have... Very special edition. We have... We're recording this about 3 a.m. <laughs> With our very best friends. Yeah, so uh, we have been quarantined completely. Uh, so what did we do? We drove an hour to our, our best friend's house. To our best friend's house. And, you know, been walking around. We've, we've been really good about the quarantine thing. We, we has fajitas, so we had to drive. Yeah. Because you don't cook, let's be honest. I do cook. You don't cook. I cooked that squirrel. You didn't no, eat it. Ramen noodle doesn't count. Mm, it was so good. I added a, I added a special uh, sauce. Don't want to give away my secret, but do you know what pepper is? <laughs> huh? Uh, but we do. Yeah, we're at we're at Rebecca and Sonny's house, and uh, we decided in the middle of the night to podcast. We, meaning anybody me. but me. Me. And me. Yeah. So that's my lovely wife, Sarah. Why I'm going to cough. Huh? Why are you corona coughing all of a sudden? Well, we'll talk about it later, but yeah. you're going to need to see a doctor. <laughs> I've said that to you a lot. Uh, anyway, so you guys want to say hey? Hello. Well, you've given us a lot to think about. <laughs> that was that was really good. This is going to be a riveting podcast. It is. Uh, I do have a question for Rebecca. Uh, she sells jewelry, and um, are you appearing uh, lead and nickel free? <laughs> yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be the but best podcast I have podcast a question. Ever. Like, why did the opening line have to be about my legs? Huh? Well, because the cop came and said that there no, was these there was really no bright... cops. I'm but... not saying your legs look like Elmer's glue. I'm just saying that would be an insult to Elmer's glue. I'm saying... That really hurts my feelings, Bob. <laughs> Helicopters were landing in the backyard because you were doing some leg exercises. And they thought you were signaling. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> That's strong from a, le- from a redhead. That's yeah. Strong. That's how. I'm yeah. Saying, if you weren't sunburned, you would be as white as me. I'm just saying so you let's look be like real. somebody put a blonde wig on a urinal. <laughs> That's how white. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. You're tanging. I, I'm, I feel like I have to cough like every six seconds. Why? I don't know. We didn't. We didn't walk a mile. We point seven five. Sunny. Hey, can you not walk a mile? I did my best. I, I did my best. No, we just went on a walk. Yeah, we we walked out. We walked around this lake and the school. We're where Sarah used to live, and so they wanted to take me out and show me. The lake and show me everything in the middle of the night, pitch dark. It was a lovely scene. Um, the lake was dark, and the school where her kids went were uh, was dark, and it was a great. It was such a great walk. It was. Re- took a picture with a dragon. Yeah, she. I did take a picture of Sarah with a dragon. We want to thank Mac Powell and the Family Reunion for our uh, opening theme song, for our woo moments, for... Why are you staring at me? I can't tell what that stare is. Everybody say, woo! (laughs) There's a fan. There's a fan. So, Rebecca and Sonny, uh, you guys have been friends with Sarah for a long, long time. You knew her before I knew her, but you didn't give me any warning. But... I didn't have a chance. You had pl- I, I came here for your birthday party. It was already you too late. You could have. I met you at your birthday party. You're fifty. It was already too late by then, and you I'm not 50. fifty. No, we. You said 50. Oh my gosh! Really? I was, I was judging by your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, I uh, is there a Hampton around here? <laughs> Maybe you I better could. find it. Yes, um, there is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Sonny knows. You're Sonny gonna knows take Sonny Hampton, with you because Sonny's probably stayed at that Hampton. I do know the owner. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, but no, you guys have been friends with Sarah forever, and that was a big deal the first time I met you guys because she had talked about like how you guys had 
like breathe life into her during a, a tough time. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Um, we have decided to do this podcast with just me. So it is. He it kicked, is just going to be he me. He kicked us out already. Um, no, you guys, you guys met her at a really low point in her life. And like I heard stories of how you guys just came over and loved on her and her two boys. And Sonny made jalapeno poppers and nursed me back to health. Yeah. Because <laughs> we both know that Rebecca doesn't cook. What? I mean, really? I've known you for a year and a half, and I have I saw you come into the kitchen, and I was like, oh, she's going to cook something. And I was like, oh, no, she's refilling her drink. So that's the only I time I've seen cook, you in the I don't cook. I will admit it, but I can. And my husband is about to go to the Hampton with you. <laughs> Yeah, but your husband is an awesome cook. Like he is. That's why cook. I don't have to cook. Yeah. But you guys came over because you guys were neighbors and came over and I don't know why I'm the only one telling the story. Like, does anybody want to jump in and tell the story of how, you, like, why you're on the no, podcast? No, go. No, you hang up first. No, you. <laughs> no, you hang up first. Go. So, I'll jump in. So we lived, the boys and I lived on the street behind you guys. And because of a neighborhood get-together, let's say, mm-hmm. we got into contact with you. And you're just, both of you are just those people that dig right in and love on people. And so immediately, you offered to bring food over and go for walks with us and let our kids hang out. And honestly, I think it was just like an ordained thing that we met because I wasn't exactly putting it out there that my life was falling apart. But you stepped in and like literally fed us when we didn't have food. So you're <laughs> you literally saved us when we weren't when we weren't able to do life in a place that everybody has it together. So yeah, there are there are people they're family. So we thought we would have them on our very first podcast that has people that we want to hear about life together. So so I wrote this new joke. No, I'm just kidding. That's a horrible segue. Like <laughs> to go from some like huge emotional thing. But that's what I'd heard. I'd heard that you guys had literally come over there when Sarah was in her closet, like just laying there, just weeping, not knowing where food was going to come from to feed her kids. And you guys would knock on the door and be like, okay, hey, we're going for a walk, and then we're going to have dinner, and Sonny would cook, and like literally just breathe life back into what later became my family. And so, yeah, yeah, so it was a big deal to meet you guys for the first time. And so I got invited over to your birthday party, and I was already warned that it was going to be kind of like loud and stuff. And you were in your room, you were in your room, which is if, I don't know how to describe your room. If somebody's been to an uh, Ikea, um, because it was pretty, like, it was pretty trashed. Can I say that? Like, it was, it was, there was a lot of stuff in there. You just, he, she just cleaned it and you opened up the door and was like, oh, you have carpet. So... But you were in your room, and so I met Sonny first, and we were hanging out, and I met, um, there was a bunch of other people over here, and I was trying to remember names. And Sonny is the sweetheart, for the record. I love Rebecca. (laughs) She's my best friend, but Sonny's the sweet one. We both know. Whatever. (laughs) So I was waiting to meet you. I'd already met Sonny, and you opened the door like a huge reveal, and you had a, I'm... 60 how old were you turning you had a you had a it said i'm gonna make 40 fabulous yes and you were like let's do this and you started dancing all the way to the kitchen and then you got close to the kitchen and realized you don't go there and so you like danced away and and you literally just like you know how people like brighten up a room like just coming in and then you guys were hugging and I was like, oh, this this really is beyond friendship. It is family. Like, it is people that have that breathe into it. And so, yeah, we wanted to have you guys on because we try to make the podcast funny and stuff, but we also want to encourage people to realize they have opportunities to help people out. And, I mean, especially with this coronavirus and stuff, 
like we did this. There's there's an elderly couple across the street, and we were like, oh, they're you know they're old. They probably can't go out and get food. They you know they're feeble. So we snuck in in the middle of the night and took some of their stuff, and um, you know, so we we have stuff now. No, that's not true. Like we actually went and, and <clears throat> gave them our cell phone numbers and stuff like that. But as neighbors, we have an opportunity to reach out to each other. But that's what you guys did in Sarah's one of Sarah's darkest times. I won't say the darkest times because I've got some stuff planned <laughs> later. But <clears throat> but literally, like you guys stepped it up. And went out and, and poured the love of Christ. And I'm not saying that lightly because I do feel like God directed you guys to go and help her and, and you know, Dylan and Mason. Um, so can you can you talk a little bit about that? Like what, what was going on? And like when did you realize like Sarah needed help? Because it, it took me a while. <laughs> it took me a couple of months. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not doing a video. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really know when I realized that she needed help. So let me go backwards a little bit. Um, My parents raised me to be one of those people that you always help. That's how I was raised. And I'll use an example of every Christmas and Sunny and I experience this again. My parents still do it. We would make baskets for the people that needed things throughout the town. And we would go deliver those baskets, um, at Christmas time. That was one of the things that we did. And I shared that with Sunny this past Christmas and I went with my dad and we delivered the baskets and it wasn't even necessarily, it was just for people that they were close to. And, um, I think that that honestly, I'm a very giving person. I would give the shirt off my back. Um, even if I didn't have a dollar in my bank account. And yeah. and after I, that party, I saw that you were willing to <laughs> give the shirt off your back. It, it got real awkward. <laughs> That's not true. Sorry, I, I saw it. I saw a joke and I went with it. <laughs> that was my fault. I left him open for that one. Anyway, so I'm a very giving person. Person, I like to help, and I think that um, my husband sees that in me as well. And. When I see someone that in need, I do it out of my heart and love and not because, I don't know, my mind just went blank. There's a benefit to you. <laughs> yeah, it just makes me happy to be able to help other people, especially during a time that, that you're down in your lowest point. And I know that if if we were ever at that point that Sarah would do the same for us. Um, or our friends would be do the same for us because, you know, that's, we surround ourselves with people that we, that we love and we know that, um, are like us. And, um, I think that God definitely put me in Sarah's path for a reason. And during that time, uh, we were able to help her and love on her and give her what she needed, um, to get through that difficult time. And during that time, we built a friendship that, I don't think anyone could ever come be- come between, um, whether it be I've tried, but yeah, whether it be Bob Smiley or <laughs> my com. own husband <laughs> um, or our children. I think that we are definitely connected, and it doesn't matter if we talk every day or talk every month or every three months. We pick up like it was yesterday. She knows that. I mean, I love what I love about our friendship is that. There were many, many times that we literally would lay in our beds together and play on our cell phones. But it was the fact that we were in the same room with each other and we had that that compassion, that feeling to know that she was there and I was there. And if either one of us needed anything ever, that we would drop what we were doing to make it happen. And that was many nights. Many nights we would sit on the couch or lay in the bed and play on Instagram or our games or watch movies or whatever. We didn't even have to be talking. Um, it's just, there was a connection and that's, um, I truly, truly believe that God put, put us in each other's paths for a reason. And, um, I definitely think that has made both of us stronger in the end. Yeah. That and Sonny's jalapeno poppers. (laughs) Which he made tonight and, um, they were great. And then they snuck up on me and the poppers were wanting to pop again. (laughs) So... I had to interrupt our Uno game, <laughs> which quickly became a um, dose. dose. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but 
But yeah, so you bring up some good points, and this is actually you know why we wanted to have you guys on because we want to encourage people to realize like you can you can make a huge difference in people's lives, like your neighbors, um, friends, and stuff. Wait a minute, say it again. By stepping into the messy parts. Yeah, because the actual phrase that you said was they came over and scraped me off my closet floor, fed us, and then loved on us, and so. Like, literally, something that you did years ago has now affected my life. And I'm not going to hold a grudge, but... <laughs> no, we were, we were walking... When we were walking around the, the dark lake, um, not able to see anything, uh, Sonny and I were in the back, and I was like, man, I, yeah, I want to I thank you guys for coming over and, and loving on her, because, you know, now she's in my life. And Sonny, I think you said... Yeah, there's probably days that you're grateful for that and days you probably <laughs> resent that a little bit. I don't think that was me, Bob. I think that was you. I'm going to go ahead and accredit that line to you. I mean, we were both talking so fast. Like, who well, knows who, okay. who said it, it what? It could have been either. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It could have um, been. So let's introduce you guys a little bit better. Like, you guys met at work. I tried to ask you guys before we started recording, and it was a really boring story. You said that story. wasn't exciting. Yeah. yeah. No, it was good because I have trouble falling asleep, but I did not have trouble after you told that story. Um, but what? How long have they been married? How long have you guys been married? Uh, a question well, we, just came to me. We <laughs> we have been married for 15 years. Okay. Any secrets to that? Not secrets, secrets. in your marriage, but <laughs> secrets to a good train him right marriage. And he'll I mean, do, do you what you want him to have do. A happy marriage or. Like, Yes, we yeah. do know people that have uh, happy okay. marriage. <laughs> no, do you guys yes. have uh, tips and stuff? Tips. I mean, do what your wife tells you to do. Happy wife, happy life. Happy right? Life, yeah. <laughs> Is that what they say? Yeah. Okay, so can I go? Can I go backwards for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So, Sunny and I did meet at work. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <coughs> go ahead. Neon fingernails. Go. What? I like my fingernails. They're springy. Sunny and I met at work. We have three amazing children. Bob Smiley is being very disrespectful right now. Um, we have three amazing children, and um, I think I think the thing. And my husband can correct me if I'm wrong. He can, yeah, if he wants to. If he knows what's good for him, he will be sleeping at the Hampton with Bob Smiley. Yeah. If he chooses to correct me. So, um, we have three amazing children, 12, 14, and 23. I really need my 23-year-old to move out. Like, she really needs she to needs get it to. together. <laughs> she said a year, like, three years ago. <laughs> so, anyway, no, I love them. When our middle daughter was three years old, she was diagnosed with cancer. And, um, I really honestly think that for whatever reason, God felt like we needed to go through that trial and tribulation. And I think that that made our relationship stronger. And at that point we felt like we could make it through anything. I truly feel like it was definitely one of those things that God puts you, never gives you more than you can handle, but it doesn't kill you, make you, makes you stronger. Right. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm, yeah. So anyway, I think that I don't know. Honestly, there's a lot of people and families that have been through what we've been through and haven't made it. Um, but I truly think that we were God was on our side 100 percent of the time we went to the pediatrician. He knew the person at MD Anderson. We got referred there like it was immediate. Everything started rolling. So God was definitely in control. And I think that's what has one of the things that has made our marriage um, stronger and made us um, just last as long as we've had so far. Do you think that having yes. struggle has like made you more sensitive to people that have struggles? Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I like, do. I feel like if you have everything together and, and nothing goes wrong, then you don't really have an awareness <laughs> of when things don't go wrong. But when when trials come along, and you have to wrestle with that, then it makes you more aware of people that have stuff that that doesn't fit. Into I, 
I agree. And we are not, definitely not perfect by any means. Um, We have our ups and downs, but I think that being through what we've been through has made us realize that God is with us no matter what. And um, he can definitely give us strength to make it through anything. I think that that's like the number one thing. Olivia is now 14. She is considered cured. She does have epilepsy from all the chemo and everything, which has been a a little bit of a struggle for us. But for the most part, I, I definitely give her healing to God. And I think that I do gravitate towards people that have Um, that need loving, because I know that at one point in my life, I needed that. I didn't know what I had. And I'll be honest, I questioned God at that time when Olivia was diagnosed at three years old, like, what did I do wrong? Why? Why me? Why my daughter? What you know, why is the devil trying to attack my family? You know, there was a ton and ton of questions. And my mom gave me a quote. I will never forget it. The first week that we were in the hospital, and we were outside of the hospital room. I held it together every moment that I was in the room with Olivia. I never shed a tear in front of her because she was a happy-go-lucky three-year-old that didn't even look like that she was sick. And my mom, I walked out of the room and told my mom, like, it's, you know, she has leukemia and um, I just lost it. And my mom said, you know, Rebecca, God gives special, special children to special people. He knows that you will love her no matter what, that you will protect her and guide her and care for her um, no matter what the path is. And, and you are the chosen one for her. And from that point forward, I honestly truly took that statement and just took it to heart and realized that my mom was right. Like God chose me to be her mother for a reason. And I will advocate for her 100% of the time, no matter what it is. So how, how did you handle that? Sonny as her dad. It was tough. You know, but then I felt the same way, you know, when she told me what her mom had told us, you know, I knew that that that's what it was for, that we had to step up and do what we needed to do, that we just had to believe in God and that he was going to take care of it. And I had to do what I had to do to help her, to help Olivia. And then we had just had Caleb. He was one years old. Yeah. At that time, luckily, God had put us in a position to where we had a nanny at home that would take care of Caleb while we were gone and taking care of Olivia. So God planned everything and put everything in place for that to happen. He always knows what's going to happen. He don't put bad things upon you, but he knows that things are going to happen and prepares you for it. Even though you might not know that he's preparing you, but he will prepare you for that. And when that time comes where those events happen, that's when you realize this is why he was preparing me. This is why he put us in this position was to help each other out, to help, you know, neighbors stepped up, family stepped up. That's when we knew who was around us, who our friends really were. Because that's when, in the time of need, is when you know when a friend is going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that that gives you an extra sense of kindness or empathy towards people that might have needs? Because all I've seen out of you in the last, as a couple in the last five years is like just un like non-judgmental unquestioning just love and care and you don't have to hold you don't have to know the whole story you don't have to know um the ins and outs and everything but just meet really practical needs and I feel like if you hadn't gone through what you had gone through with Olivia you wouldn't see people in the same way can you talk about that well yeah Olivia's situation helped us but it goes back to the way she was brought up by her parents helping each other out my parents brought me up the same way was help people out that are in need you know and I've seen it happen you know many times that they help a person out when they are in need so it all starts at home that's how we were brought up and that's what we see and that's what we try to entail in our kids to this day is to help people out because we're not all perfect. We might seem like something on the outside, everything might seem good. But when it's internally in your house, nobody knows what's going on in house internally. And that's when, you know, you can sense something and you can feel something's not right. And just try to help and love a person. Yeah, and I feel like since you guys have gone through that, and I've been the <coughs> beneficiary of, like, empathy and love and a la- 
lack of judgment and just caring for practical needs, it tends to pass on to other people. So Mm -hmm. because you guys cared for me and helped me out and I was able to survive a really tumultuous time, then it led me to a situation where I was in a position to meet Bob and then we got to be... (laughs) We got to be together. Instead of being a broken, really needy individual, I was very cared for and loved for when I was here in the area and then got to move next to my parents and plug in and love on. And And it's just such a beautiful thing to be broken in front of someone. And I know that that's such a hard thing for a lot of people to be broken and admit your neediness and I know that a lot of people in in the midst of all of this coronavirus and sequestering and everything that's going on, um, people are losing their jobs. They're not able to pay their bills. They're not able to feed their children. And just being like honest and open about what their needs are, um, people are really ready. There's people ready to help and to love on you, and to bring you toilet paper, and to bring you food, and instead of being maybe a little bit just prideful, and saying I've got it Mm -hmm. all together, like humbling yourself, and saying, you know, I don't have it all together, I need food, or I need internet access, or I need help with my kids, I think this is the time to be open and honest about that, and if I, honestly, if I hadn't been like that, I wouldn't have met you guys. So um, we live in a very, at the time, we lived in a very affluent neighborhood. We lived in an I area. <laughs> we lived in an area where, area, area where everybody had everything and we walked to school and we had dual incomes and like everything was fine. And if I hadn't been open and honest about that, you guys wouldn't have even seen what was going on and not only that you wouldn't have stepped up and just helped me out and you did it in a way that didn't mar my reputation I didn't really even have Mm -hmm. one but you didn't do it in a way like we just came over and we ate dinner with you guys and my kids didn't know it but like we didn't have the means to have dinner (laughs) so um just being sensitive to the needs there around you, even though you're in an affluent neighborhood or in a place where you think people have it all together. Like, go ahead and go up and ask what people need. Oh, definitely. Because even if we are in an affluent neighborhood, there is a lot of people out here that need help that don't don't ask for it. Like I said before. What's happening in their house, nobody knows except them. It's not until somebody steps in or somebody says something or somebody talks to somebody that people actually know what's going on. And a lot of people are prideful and a lot of people don't ask for things. Not necessarily, you don't have to ask for it, but just knowing, but us knowing that somebody needs something, we're going to be there. And there's a lot of other people out there that will do the same if the need is known. They will step out. They will help people out. And that's where God has put us in the position and put other people in the position to share our wealth, share the wealth. Not that we have tons of money, but we have things to share with people that don't have it. Yeah. I totally agree, and I think we're all leading the same point that my PayPal is bob at bobsmiley.com. If anybody needs to, (laughs) it feels called... To help us move into a more affluent area so that we can help people. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, so you guys, I mean, you you guys obviously know the love of Christ because you've shown it to people. And I mean, I, I've been over here and you're like, you guys open your house. There's always new people at this house. I came here today. I actually came here and Sarah and Rebecca were gone. And so I had my dog because I don't know. We're probably going to stay for a month. <laughs> I don't know if we told you that, but so I brought the dog, I brought our dog Mickey and I was, I was told to go in through the, the gate, the side gate, but I was like, I don't know if this is their house because directions are my kryptonite. So I never know where I'm at. 
And so I was starting to like I was starting to open the gate and I was like I don't know that this is the house. I just I went and I sniffed and I could smell these jalapeno poppers and I was like, "Oh, this is Sonny's house. This is Sonny's house." And so I walked in and you still shot me, but it went clean through. It was yeah, just Yeah, a, it was it was a warning yes. shot. I I do appreciate that, but I put the dog in the back, and then I walked out, and I got the other stuff out of the car, and I came in. There's probably four new kids in here that I'd never met before. I was like, you guys are just this open house of, like, let's just love on everybody. And then one of the kids said that he was supposed to leave early, but he smelled the dinner, and so he wanted to stay and eat dinner. And he ate half the dinner. Like, I sat and He was in front of me. He cut in front of me. And I watched. I was like, oh, I... Wondered what that sausage was taste like, but I'm not going to know now because, what, what's his name? Can we say it on? Is that too bad? It starts with an E. It was Ethan. Ethan. Ethan, Ethan was here. I was yeah. like, Ethan. And he was this scrawny little redhead kid. So, I mean, obviously. You got to watch them. You got to watch those redheads. Yeah, those, I mean, those kids are going to go somewhere. But, <laughs> like, literally, he was loading his plate up. And I was like, uh, there's like 28 other people here. <laughs> But you guys do. You just open your house to people and just like try to love on people as much as you can, and that's that's pretty cool. This is the part where we let Sonny talk because Sonny is going to share his motto and creed in life, and it is going to change people's lives. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello, Sonny. Hello. Prank caller. Prank caller. No. So thing that I don't like about the podcast is I make her laugh all the time and she laughs silently so you can't hear her laughing <laughs> okay now I appreciate the silent laughing um, <clears throat> so Sarah and I were on a date this was back you know three weeks ago two weeks ago it was before the coronavirus when we went out to sushi somebody recognized me but did not come up and then they DM me through Facebook and was like, oh, I saw you over there, but I didn't want to interrupt. And I was like, oh, you could have come over and paid for our meal, but, you know, he didn't do it. Um, but what we were doing, like, we were talking because we were having a really good date. And then we got to joking around about, like, what's a really bad date? And we talked about, like, first dates because we had, Sarah had way more first dates than I did, but. <clears throat> not, did. not. Um, but we were talking about. Like bad first dates, like where, like where's a bad place to take somebody for a first date? Do you guys have any? Like I would think, like a marriage retreat would be <laughs> would be a really bad first date, or or your your divorce, like to take them to court yeah. <laughs> to be court. yeah. What were some of the other ones that we were talking about? Like we were really cracking up. I don't know if we had any bad first dates, did we? Oh yeah, your therapy. Yeah, to a therapy session. Yeah, he's just general. Yeah, just in general. Did you guys have bad dates? At least I don't think so. But I mean, I know I you know. guys together, but yeah, know, in but general. No. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you got mad at me on that first date when I asked you to sign the prenup. Okay, so say. Yeah, hey, you don't bring the ring on the first date. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bad first date is a proposal. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that would be a yes. bad first date. Church would be a bad first date. Therapy? Huh. Yeah, therapy. Going to church? church would be a bad first date? I don't know. Yeah, because how do you well, worship? Like, they just go to lunch first and then later. Well, you could go to lunch after church. Wow, were a lot of your dates at church? You seem real pro church. No, no, no. I'm talking to Sonny. No, like, Sonny no, no none be, of them were. No, no. Sonny just... seems to be real. Like, no, come on, is this good? Is that how you guys met? No, um, no, that's not how we met. We also no, talked you about. Want me to tell you the story about how we met. <clears throat> we okay. So, no, we good don't night, need... everybody. No. We don't need to hear this. Yes, we do. Let me tell you. Okay, so we met at work. 2000 which no, is what yeah. he paid to meet you yeah in yeah. 2000 okay mm -hmm. oh the year so okay. the year 2000 
it was at, we worked for a heavy equipment company and I was sitting in the lobby and the parts department was across the little driveway where the area where he worked. And so he walked across into the other office and he just kind of looks at me and walks by whatever. So then later on we start talking like, tell me, I've been said, there for a few a months. Jalapeno popper? No, he did not. I had you been had there. me at popper. Yeah. <laughs> I had been there for a few months, I guess maybe six months or so. And we start talking or whatever. And of course, then by that point, I'm comfortable and, you know, opening up and talking. And he's like, wow, I just thought you were another stuck up white girl. And then he married me. What do you think about that? (laughs) Bob has coronavirus on that comment. (laughs) He has coronavirus. I laughed. (laughs) Yeah, something definitely went down the wrong way. <coughs> Bob's been laid out in the sun with pollen. With pollen. <laughs> so, Sonny, what was your move? Like, what was your first? Like, what did you well, say? Well, that was the first move. <laughs> no, well, walking by her office, you just had to walk by. <laughs> no, she wasn't with a hip hop or what? She wasn't in the office. She was sitting in the waiting room, waiting to get called back mm. to the interview. Mm. As soon as I walked, you were uh, first day at her job. at the interview. First day, first day at the job. First day. I'm sorry. First okay. day at work. Okay. No, not the interview. First day. Okay. I walked in, and then all she did was look towards the ground. So you I looked was at just the ground. A stuck-up white girl. Yeah. And you saw her looking at the ground, and you were like, mm-hmm. "Yep, yep, that's an option." <laughs> She didn't even make eye contact? No. No eye contact. No. 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 None. None. So what were you It was thinking? the hair. He loved the hair. It was the white girl hair. That was it. <laughs> yes. It was it's the, the bl- blonde, uh, blonde hair. hair. Yes. The blonde, the blonde hair. hair. I got it. <laughs> and the green eyes. <laughs> the green eyes. <laughs> so then after that, what happened? He scams you with the blonde hair and the green eyes, and then what happens after that? The rest was history. No, <laughs> the rest is not history. I want to know the in-between. No, well, we became friends. Yeah. And we became good friends, and then that's when we started dating. How did you become friends? You know, well, we worked together, so we saw each other every you day. So we talked. Talking? Yeah, we started talking. And what do you have for different lunch? Different things. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Just like that. Go yeah. down to the sandwich. Shop. Whataburger. Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. I had something go down the wrong pipe, and then I started coughing, and then I started sneezing, and so then I had to leave. Yes. But what I started to say was, we probably need to say, because you said, like, some stuck-up white girl. <clears throat> like, did you guys already talk about your ethnicity? No. Ethnicity. Ethnicity. <laughs> Word is ethnicity. Ethnicity. Sunny Did you talk Sunny. about your, your? Sunny is a Mexican. Hispanic is the and PC term. Rebecca. 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 Is a white girl. She's so white. Rebecca looks like Anderson Cooper was frozen <laughs> in an iceberg. With no tanning booth. Yeah. You're. You're you're beautiful. You're absolutely you're stunningly beautiful. I just can't look at you because the blind white light. So mean to me. (laughs) But that does. So I missed out what you guys were talking about. But yeah, so you guys met, fell in love. Yeah, we we met. We started talking. Became good friends. When did you cook for? Because that really is your ace. Okay, let's okay. Let's be for real. When we first got together, he did not cook. I cooked. I would agree to that. She did cook. No, she knows. She knows how to cook. Right. Like her dad. T- her what, dad tells me. What I'm does her hot dogs her. taste like? <laughs> no. How good is her cereal? <laughs> no, she can cook. She can. She can. Yes. So you're just spoiling her. But I don't because I don't have to. Because he's spoiling. Yes, you. he is. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, we when we first got married, I cooked. We moved to Houston in 2005. To where? To Houston. Why are she you likes laughing? She to pick apart words. Like, I can't say granite or pitchers <laughs> or... What are the other words I've had to change? Like, oh, I've let had me to correct that. We moved Houston. to... She just said we, Houston. We moved to Katy. It's Houston. We moved to Katy in 2005. You moved and from Humble to no, Houston? 
from Corpus Christi to Katy in 2005. Not as funny, but probably true. And he decided he wanted to start watching Food Network. He started cooking. Yes, you did. What really happened was... (laughs) The first bottle was thrown (laughs) at 43 minutes. What really happened was I started working closer to home. So I'd get home at... I did. I did watch Food Network a lot. But I would get home at 5, and she would be stuck in traffic till 6.30. Or was she? Well. She's very good, smart. Good question, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of, pop. instead of waiting till 7 to eat dinner, I might as well. I was like, well, you know what? I might as well cook something up. And now he gets home at 3.30. So by the time I get home, the kids are already done with dinner and ready for bedtime. Bingo. So, yes, I am spoiled. Do I know how to cook? Absolutely. But if he's home early, then that's right. go with it. Exactly. Yeah. It all comes back to me eating at a decent hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so. I've never seen Rebecca cook until today. You opened up a can of beans? No, I made homemade no, pinto I beans. beans. The ba- other half of the bag is in the pantry. You can go look at it. Okay, you soaked some beans. But this is the first time in four years I've seen you make anything. So That's I not, to go. I mean, I I'm really good on, at DoorDash. If I bet money on food, I would bet my money on Sunny. I'm really good at DoorDash and Uber Eats. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, she yes. is. If I'm ever gone for the night. That's the beep. Yeah, the, the kids know we're eating out. Yeah, that's the email I'm getting. <laughs> I I can relate to that, actually. No, I can't. <laughs> Carry on. Go ahead. So, so what do you guys have planned for your 15th uh, anniversary? No, it'll be 16. It'll be 16 this year. Oh. Yes. Nobody goes to Jamaica to oh celebrate God. a it We went to Jamaica. Amazing. Now, you know that's where we went on our honeymoon. Yes. Okay. Yes. No. Speaking of was. white, that's where I realized I was white. Like I was full on. You have to get a spray tan before you go there. Nobody would take me. They they would give me an estimate, and it was too much. Yeah, I tried to get him to get a spray spray tan. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it, or yeah. they mm-mm. they Why wanted not? money. Well, well, yes. Did you think they were going to do it for free? I was like, I can stand outside for free, and they told me to. Well, yeah, but a if you stand outside, you turn, you turn red. red. Yeah, yeah, red. I do not, have a sunburn right now. Not a tan. <laughs> I am, but but here's the deal. In about four days, I'm gonna have a glowing tan. Like I do have a sunburn right now, but in four days, it, it might be a freckle covered. Freckle covered. No, and we'll play peeling. connect the dot. You'll be peeling. <laughs> we'll play connect the dots. Um. Oh, speaking of food, yeah, that's something that you're good at is sandwiches. You definitely are really good at making sandwiches. We're not having sandwiches tonight. We are we, having sandwiches tonight. We're having sandwiches tonight. Everybody's having sandwiches tonight. If they no. don't, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> okay, we're having sandwiches. Okay, tonight. we're having sandwiches. Yeah. No, we're not. It's... There's a coronavirus out there, man. We need to. You don't know when the world's ending. Yeah, this could be it. I think that's the best advice we've had on. Yes, <laughs> today. Uh, Tonight. On the Hook, Line, and Smiley podcast. So, to sum it up. Yes. We're having sandwiches. <laughs> How do we end this? I don't know. We really need 10 more minutes. We need 10 more? Yeah. Why? Well, because we're at 50 minutes and I'm going to have to edit out probably like your name. Let's talk about keeping your marriage like healthy and good. How do we keep How do we keep our marriage good and healthy and happy? It's communicate. Yes. That's exactly what I was saying. Communicate. Go ahead. Which Sunny? Which I don't talk very much. <laughs> but communication is key. Let the other person know. Let your spouse know how you're feeling. And if if they feel the same way or not. And 
communicate with each other, being being open with your spouse on what's going on, what you're thinking, so that way they know. Cause Get they might. Your phone, Rebecca. <laughs> We're communicating. <laughs> no, just put it down. We're communicating. Because they might give you hints. Like women are are very. Oh, I, well, why didn't you know this? Because I said this, or I did this, right? But if you don't come out and say exactly, then yeah. we don't know. So that's where. And sometimes you don't listen. I feel like we're yes we're moving into a a point where we might hurt your sandwich making abilities <laughs> later. So. Uh, no, it, it, we're not going. You're not going to hurt that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> talking about how to make your marriage last but it does communicate it's true if if there's something wrong and sarah doesn't tell bob bob doesn't know how to fix it that is true so and vice versa is key. if bob has something wrong and he doesn't tell sarah sarah doesn't know how to fix it that's a bad example because so, i don't ever have anything wrong uh, sarah <laughs> no, you can't say that sarah why can't you have Christian Tourette's? Wineskin. Bull honky. Tithe. Bull tithe. Boot of the front pew. <laughs> That's Christian Tourette's. <laughs> water to wine. Water and wine. Water to wine. Oh, water to wine. Well, you you don't know, but Jesus. That oh, it's too too much to tell you who Jesus is, but. I know we'll who Jesus is. But yes, um, before my wife rudely interrupted <sighs> with what we were definitely going to have to edit I out. I think, Bob, Bob, I yeah. think we need to have a conversation. Oh, we should have had it oh, a we, year and a half ago. Okay, listen. <laughs> no, stay here. Listen. I need you to. Oh, so anyway, so that's our woo moment. Uh, do we have a poo moment? <laughs> What? I didn't think about a woo moment. I just thought about a poo moment. We didn't really jump it. Did, did we even do a woo no, moment? No, we didn't. No. Guys, we've been up for... Sunny, what's your woo moment? We've been up for... How long have we been awake? 18 hours? Yeah. <laughs> My woo moment is... Okay, so Sarah's gone. My woo moment is you guys. Seriously, because she has told me so many times how you guys went over to her house... Scraped her off the closet floor and fed her and her kids. And it was at a time where she was, I mean, she had checked out. And you literally kept her alive long enough to get to me so that I can, like, jump in. And so I feel like you gave me life, too, because Sarah's brought so much to my life. I feel like you guys were a huge part of that. So that's my woo moment is being able to spend time with you guys this weekend when we're supposed to be quarantined, but we are. We're practicing <laughs> we're fine, social guys. distancing. <laughs> we're totally fine, guys. Like in, like literally just hanging out with you guys. You know, what is gonna turn out to be like your last couple of weeks um <laughs> here on the planet. <laughs> like I really I love you guys for what you did, not only for her, Dylan and Mason, but what turned out to be for me as well. So that's my woo moment. Top that. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I don't know what my woo moment is. What about a poo moment? I think, actually, you know what? I do have a woo moment. Okay. Okay, so I think my woo moment is during this whole quarantine and COVID-19 pandemic, I have gotten to spend a lot of time with my children. Yeah, yeah. Working from home, they're working on their virtual schooling, and just as a family in general. You know, we've we've been taking walks every evening and actually spending time together and a lot of that doesn't happen in the normal hustle and bustle every day of life. So yeah. I think that's my woo moment. I've definitely um, enjoyed it. Are we all going stir crazy? Absolutely. Yeah. But I truly think that there is a purpose and a reason for all of it. So yeah. that's my woo moment. Well, that the woo moment goes to when we are taking a walk and you see the families out together Yeah, more often. When before the coronavirus and the closing of everything down, everybody was going through the hustle and bustle everywhere. Now you go for a walk. There's tons of families together. So it's like 
that is the womb moment is that even though there is a pandemic going on, I think God has brought families closer together Yeah, in this whole craziness. That's, that's my on. whole thing. Like I, I put out several videos and we've done Facebook Live and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I try to end with every single message of you have an opportunity to grow closer as a family because mm-hmm. the whole world is stopping. Yep. And so now you just have it like that's all you have to do. Right. Just there's, focus on your family. There's no more excuses or I have to do this or I have yeah. to go here. I got to go there. You can't go anywhere. If you're an essential employee, you go to work and you got to come home. Yeah. You can't go to the mall. You can't go watch a movie. You can't, your kids ain't in sports anymore. Yeah. So that's not in the that way. That was my thing. Sports is canceled. Go yeah. out and play sports with your kids. That's right. Yeah. So I think it's a huge opportunity. Um, you got yeah. a poo moment? My poo moment is when ba- Bob got mad at me when we were playing Uno. She played a double draw four. I had to draw eight cards. My tiny little redhead hand will only hold six cards. So I had to get somebody else to hold a couple of cards. It was very frustrating. Yeah, he did have like 16 cards. I did have, like, in all seriousness, I really did have probably 16, 17 cards <laughs> in my hand. And then she plays a draw eight. And I was like, it was a draw eight. Cause there was a draw four played, and then you played a draw four on top of it. Which I'm still going to look up the rules, because I don't think that's... I don't think that's fair. I think that's something you guys made up. That might not be in the rule book. Yeah. <laughs> My kids did affect- See, I felt like you guys like were conspiring against me. No, I should not have gone to the bathroom because when I came back, all of a sudden no. there were new rules. No, the, the rules were the same since we started. Uh-huh. Yes. They did not so, change any. And I don't think it's fair that if you're redhead, you have to draw a card before you play at all. Like I felt like that. Put, what, what redheads get a special treatment? Well, I don't think we should have to draw a card before we play. Why? Because okay. then I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be able to play out. <laughs> I'm just saying I think some of the rules you made up were targeting toward me. We love you, Bob Smiley. Um, you got to see that, but um, okay, Sarah. Anything? Uh, anything left you want to say? I just love my husband so much. He is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And that will always be my woo moment. Oh, baby, that was so sweet. Um, I think. Is she even is she even coming out of the room? I don't know where she went. She said she, I guess I can say this. She said she had to pee, but I'm thinking <laughs> there was an extra number. She was, having a, she was having a poo moment. <laughs> she, she, Sarah, what's your poo moment? No, I'll be right there. <laughs> I'm gonna be. <laughs> you guys keep looking over there like she's coming she's out. Not coming no, she's out. not coming. She's not out. coming out. She can't even defend herself. <laughs> well, good. Then she won't hear this, and I'll actually I'll release this. Um, well, we appreciate you guys having us over. Like I said, it's yeah. like the middle of the night. We're a little slap happy, and we were like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just podcast. But we really did want to encourage people because I'm going to get serious for a second. Mm-hmm. You guys really are exactly what I try to encourage people to do. Like you guys are this loving couple that just wants to love on their community. Mm-hmm. And you guys did that in a huge way that affected my wife, my my kids, and ultimately it turned out to be me. And um, so if you're out there, especially if you're stuck at home, go check on your neighbors. Let's just invest in people's lives. And like, remember like that's what God calls us to do is to love on other people. Mm -hmm. Go out, do that. And, uh, you know, have a lot of woo moments this week. Anything else to add? No, this is a great way to end it. I need one big soundbite from you, Rebecca. Just a big, like that's going to inspire people. Okay. All right. Sonny, can you cook us something? You don't want to add anything else? Really? Do you want to just look into my eyes and tell me how much you love me? Ugh.